this is Ender Busi here, and welcome to Reframed by us, Mustard. Reframed is a content series in which we, an Africa-focused venture agency, explore topics with the intent of reframing the current thinking about ventures, initiatives, and brands. Alongside this, Reframed episodes will also contain our frank thoughts, discussions, and reflections as we document our team's perilous journey to build the first global consumer tech brands to stem from Africa. If you like our content, please write a review and share it with others to help us grow and to bring more interesting people on the journey with us to create brands for Africa. But now, we'll leave you with today's episode. Hey bro, um, so you, it's not the first, anyone who's listened to this, ever listened to this podcast has heard you bring up the founder's journey before, because you bring it up probably maybe every other Tuesday, I'm, 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 I'm joking in that thingy, but um, um, obviously like, we, <laughs> we're talking about narratives as always, um, so yeah. I think it would be a good idea. Let's explore the hero's journey. Um, but yeah, I guess we can start off with what the hero's journey is. And obviously the whole point of it is the hero's journey, correct me if I'm wrong, it is it is less a specific story, but more a outline of how stories involving um, kind of heroic protagonists um, are are formed or, or are kind of outlined um and then of course that you know we see that kind of echoed in various different stories but we also see that echoed in 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 usually underdog stories um and kind of growth stories that 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 founders kind of go through as they go through their their, their journey right but am i correct tell me hero's journey guru tell me <laughs> yeah far from a guru um I think the hero's journey framework is just, it's just interesting because look, we're not necessarily suggesting that everybody should be using the hero's journey and founder storytelling, but I think it's a great example of intentional storytelling. And I think that's the point here, right? Is, um, you know, we all know storytelling is yeah. core to persuasion, right? Whether you're raising capital, whether you're um, trying to bring on customers, partnerships, whatever the case may be. And I think we yeah. all kind of wing it to some extent, or many people do. And I think examining things like the uh, hero's journey, it's just a way to kind of start exercising that muscle. And then you can deviate from it. You can create your own frameworks. But I think it just reminds us about how intentional, powerful storytelling, how much intention powerful storytelling requires. Right. Mm. So that's why I think it's a super interesting framework. But it was, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say to add on to that because actually, because you talk about like we, some of us wing it, some of us don't. And I'll be honest, I am, I'm, I'm of the wing it persuasion, should I say? Not, not, and again, I don't necessarily go, my goal is to wing it and not have structure, but I definitely like to kind of jump in and, and test it and, you know, talk to people otherwise. But the funny thing or the, or the interesting thing is the hero story, it's the hero's journey. It's not, correct me if I'm wrong again, it's not like, um, so basically it's 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 everywhere like it's in marvel it's in it's in you know and i'm just talking marvel in terms of because they've got hero kind of and and, and and kind of kind of they, they talk sort of about heroes and comics it is everywhere so i think as wingers yes let's be intentional but i think what 
what people will find um, if they're being intentional in trying to communicate. They will find that they will see echoes of it everywhere and they'll kind of, hopefully, if they're being intentional now in this way, they'll kind of fall into the hero's journey, so to speak. Um, does that make sense? I just, I just added that on just to say, in case people thought intentionality is like all the time, but like, I think you can fall into it as well. But yes, you've got to be intentional, I think. We, we're all we're all telling we're all using some framework to tell the story anyway when when someone exactly you're meeting somebody and they ask you what you do you tend to fall back onto some sort of way of telling that story and you adapt it according to the audience yeah. hopefully but yeah. um i think a lot of people do it subconsciously right so this mm -hmm. idea of the the hero's journey or the the monomyth as it's called right it was um kind of made popular in 1950 or so by a guy called Joseph Campbell, after studying okay. a lot of mythology, comparative religion, um, various sort of cultural and historical kind of stories from around the world. And he wrote a book called okay. The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And he called it that because he identified a very common pattern that he found in, in mythology and stories that had resonated globally. And so mm -hmm. he turned that into kind of a narrative structure. Um, and and he, his main central point was look across all these cultures and 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 backgrounds and actually this is a really common and compelling and powerful way to outline stories um mm. and so the and maybe we can share a link to hero's journey because it could take me half an hour to explain all the different components of it but essentially it it's it the hero's journey um oftentimes starts with the hero in the ordinary world, right? Where um, they're just going about their daily business. There's something that happens where there's a call to adventure. There's either a problem or an opportunity or, you know, uh, an attack from a neighboring, you know, tribe or whatever it is yeah, in a particular yeah. story. The hero often initially refuses the call. Uh, there's some sort of hesitation in, in, in going for it. Um, they meet some sort of mentor uh, get some guidance and support, um, and then they take on the, the the call to action. Right, and then there's usually a crossing of a threshold of some kind. Um, mm. You know, maybe you know they they in terms of the founder, they kind of launch their startup at this point, leave behind the previous job, leave behind yeah. the previous lifestyle, take on the risk and the unpredictable kind of nature of the startup world. They go mm. through various tests. And they make allies and they make enemies and there's a lot of drama around that. Um, and then at some point they have to approach their kind of innermost cave, right? Where they have to go and confront something internally that's been holding them back from being able to uh, encounter this new world and all the challenges that it brings. Mm. They face an ordeal, some sort of significant setback, right? Failed product launch, funding rejection. Yeah. The, the bad guy found the kryptonite for Superman. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there's a reward of some kind after overcoming the ordeal, and um, and it's kind of like you know they've overcome the final boss, and then they've yeah. grown. Usually, not necessarily materially, although in the startup world it might be that. Um, mm -hmm. But you've overcome some massive hurdle, right? Based off mm -hmm. of all of the stuff you've learned, the allies you've made, the enemies you've overcome, the mentorship you've been given. And then there's a road back. So, mm. um, you know, a road back to kind of reconnect with the previous world. Um, you know, maybe the, the, the founder is now kind of 
reached scale and is now appointing a new CEO and has become like a wizened kind of, uh, you know, founder and that, you know, all into philanthropy. Mm. I don't know what it is. Um, and then there's a sort of um, a, a resurrection, right? There's another critical turning point. Um, there's another problem. There's another challenge, which might be life threatening. Um, and, and at various steps to this, right? And, and it ends with the founder sort of achieving their full vision. Um, it, you know, they've reached their own goals, but, but they also have benefited their team, their, their customers, the, the, the community, um, you know, and, and, and then sort of in the ordinary world has improved mm. and, and the, the, the hero is fundamentally altered by this journey mm. right mm -hmm. so it, so like you're saying you, that's a very messy and abridged version of it but it's actually extremely structured and there are sub components within this that you can see people like disney using right yeah so yeah. disney's used this in almost every single movie or cartoon or whatever they've brought yeah. out the lion king especially um, the classics especially because actually i would say they've used it in the classics more there's a few things that some people have complained about where they haven't used it in, in, um, in, in, in some, not all, but some contemporary ones where yeah. they've, where they've, where they've complained. Cause, because for example, Disney owns Marvel now, right? They bought Marvel, mm. didn't they? Disney. So, um, did some they? people, I think, they, I I think yeah. they did. I, I think they so, did. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they didn't, anyway, anyway, but let's, let, let's, let's say Marvel then for, for example, cause I haven't watched too many Disney's, but I know pretty much every Disney, I've watched and I'm thinking, you know, from, you know, the old stuff in the 30s all the way up to probably 90s and maybe, maybe early noughties, but probably 90s, to be honest, um, all have it, basically, all have it. It's almost like that kind of boring thing that, you know, quote unquote, boring, oh, the usual thing, we kind of know what's going to happen, but then you still watch it because actually it's, it's, it's the in-betweens and it's the person as well. But like, for example, with regards to Marvel, <clears throat> I think they said with Captain Marvel, um there was some i read there was some some issues there where captain marvel didn't seem so she started off really really powerful and then the issue was the thing that held her back was these guys or whoever the, her kind of suppressors were had some kind of almost like a chip i haven't i haven't watched it i've i've seen the snippets of this part but they had and they had they had some kind of um Let's just, for want of a better word, some device that was in it that was actually limiting her powers. And so what she then had to do was take the device off and then she basically became all powerful, right? And the issue that some people have said is, you alluding to like the Superman and Kryptonite, is, um, and also Superman, if you think about with his kind of um, um, coming down to Earth, you know, meeting those earthly parents, kind of struggling with his powers, then after, da -da -da, and then seeing the Kryptonite and overcoming it. It's like people, I think supposedly some people said they felt like she didn't have to overcome, right? It was, it was almost kind of, kind of, you know, just pulling the thing over, so to speak. Um, and I'm just, yeah. I, I guess my point is because even I've seen in some, in some stories, in some modern stories where like there hasn't like, because I think the thing is one of the things that is really big, correct me if I'm wrong about this, about, about the hero's journey, as well as the world changing, right in terms of being changed by the the hero the hero is as you know is fundamentally changed but to fundamentally change they have to go through that really kind of deep down bit right exactly that that, that, that part and if they don't so the deeper that part right even if you look at things something like Aaron Brockovich I don't know if you remember that yeah film, or if you watched that film with yeah, um yeah 
what's her name? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Fantastic film, right? And what I love about it is she, it go, I mean, you know, she's a completely an underdog, right? How is she going to take on all of these individuals? And there's a really, really big low. And also we actually, you know, the low is so believable in the sense of like, how can she take on everyone else? And yeah. it's a true story, which is powerful. And then she comes out of it, right? And I think that's the, the lower the low, right? Literally the higher the high can be. And yeah. the more we kind of resonate and feel with them. So when we don't have too low a yeah. low, then after it's... it's, it's yeah, it, it feels like um, you, you kind of have to earn the payoff, right? Like, because yeah. we, we, if people don't feel, they don't feel like you've struggled enough, then the, the outsized benefit feels cheap, right? In terms of storytelling. Uh, and also, I, but also I think that it resonates with the majority of people's lives. There's some people who just... 100%. Success came easily or through luck or whatever but that that is very 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 rare right and so i think the 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 power of this sort of framework and frameworks like it is that it kind of does resonate with our experience of everyday life or at least our perceived experience of everyday life right so it deals mm -hmm. with things like struggle failure redemption um you know emotional connection allyship um you know overcoming oneself right self-mastery um mm -hmm. redemption and resilience it, it taps into these kind of like sort of timeless themes that we we as a uh, you know as a um, species people. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly seem to resonate right yeah, um, yeah yeah and without without this sort of failure and struggle the the um, success at the end is is cheap and meaningless right and and so the more mm. the, the deeper the struggle Yes. Um, and the more ones had to overcome, it seems like the, the, the better. And you see this again. You've mentioned the Disney stuff, you've, you know, Aaron Brockovich, Hollywood movies, mm. but like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, yes, Harry Potter, yes, The Matrix. Exactly. Once you see yes, it, you can't unsee it, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. and you'd, you'd, you'd also think, you'd think that it actually, because it's so commonly repeated, that, that it would take away from the viewing experience or the power yeah. of the story, but actually it doesn't because there's so much within this framework that you can do to cause surprise and delight mm -hmm. and to make it still seem grounded in reality, even though, I mean, I've even seen some people with memes, right? Where they'll, they'll outline the gist of one movie and then yeah. just literally swap out the characters and the key, some of the names. And it's exactly the same. I mean, yeah. exactly the same story. And yeah. even knowing that um, it's, we still uh, suspend our belief and allow ourselves to sort of be captured by this thing. And so, I just think again, you know, are we saying all founders should use the hero's journey? No, um, but but I think the point is, look at the. This is such a great example of the power of narrative. Even if you know what's happening, you mm -hmm. still can can be drawn in by it and and be affected and influenced by it. Right? Yeah, and and, and I think I think there's there's a couple of things a couple of things I want to touch on. One was success because I think that's really really important, right? And the other thing, oh, I forget you brought it up. And oh yeah, and the other thing. So one is success. Let me remember. Remember, like basically our definition of success, because I think that's a really big thing. But I would, I'll have this little tiny segue and come back to that. Because I think that's a big theme that that we need to, that we need to speak about. So with regards to the kind of structure, we see it everywhere. So it kind of brings me to. It reminds me of actually because I remember when I was learning guitar and piano a, a, a long time ago. Um, and one of the things that that people start like see is in particular Packerbell's Canon. <laughs> Quite funny. The um, Packerbell's Canon. So 
there are a lot of pop songs that not only use uh, Pachelbel's yeah, canon, that not yeah. only use Pachelbel's canon, but also even if you and and it's just a series of notes, particularly I've. Oh, forget the notes because I haven't done it. Such yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like, a chord progression. It's right? a chord That's progression, right? popular song, almost. 100% yeah. and, and note progression. But even that See, to know, one I side. I know something. Exactly, exactly. Even if you move that to one side, there's also, there's also if you find, um, there are certain notes, because Packable's Canon is quite a few, there's a particular chord progression around it, right? But there's, there's also certain notes um, within um, Packable's Canon, right, that are also used in several pop songs. And then if you if you go further back, right? If you look at basically rhythm and blues, right? So not R and B nineties, literally rhythm and blues in fifties and rock and roll and otherwise like that. They like basically the number of songs that use a twelve bar blues, right? Twelve bar blues is just is like it, you can play it in any different like with any different starting point, so any little uh, uh, chord sign point, but it's it's the one that goes. Yeah. Literally, twelve bar blues, right? And goes for twelve bars. Um, the number of songs that utilize twelve bar blues, but you'll know it, like, um, and you'll still listen to it and you love it. Right. Yeah, um, that's funny because a couple of songs just came up to me, like the Rocky theme. Yeah. Which to be fair, even not the, the Superman blues, theme. but yes, it's not. Yes. Oh, okay. No, it's not. So, <laughs> so uh, Twilight Blues is going. Um, so let me. Yeah, use... This is going to go super annoying, I think, for uh, to listen to if we keep <laughs> trying to put that. Rusty I know, but look, basically, look up the twelve bar blues, right? Um, Chuck Berry, loads of guys like that. You, you've, gotcha. you've heard it. Yeah. Rolling, Sto Rolling Stones. What do you call it? Twelve Bar Blues. Loads of people use Twelve. Bar Blues. Just look it up, and you'll see. Like, if you go, if you're learning guitar, like, if you want to be able to play several songs, um, several, several songs, and see what do you call it. Learn the Twelve Bar Blues, and then maybe learn the chord progression in Packable's Canon, and you'll be able to play a significant number of songs. My point is, yeah. even with that, right? Um, we still love several songs. You know, and we treat them yeah. differently from the, some of the Beatles songs to some of Elvis to Chuck Berry to what have you. We call these guys masters. They are masters, but they've all, to some degree, at some point, used twelve bar blues, right? Yeah. Um, and do you, do you, go on. Sorry, so, something you just okay. I want to segue to, because okay. this is a an interesting point, right? Okay. But, but I do want to come back to the, success at some point, so we'll keep that in mind. But go okay, on. okay. Go so on. it's interesting that you said court that we're using that we've gone into chord progression because. I think this idea of uh, accordance and discord, okay. in the sense that something when something's discordant, it, it it doesn't sound right, doesn't feel right, it feels like a, an unnatural, uncomfortable deviation from something I was expecting. Yeah, that's quite an interesting theme in storytelling. So there's this guy called Oren Claff, who's an okay. American professional cap raiser, and he's written a couple of books on what he thinks the effective way of raising money is, and he he focuses a lot on. Um, storytelling and he's sort of like the hero's journey he's created a framework um which is a lot to do with human psychology persuasion pattern interrupt status games things of that nature mm -hmm. and he's got this theory that if you're a startup with a new and interesting idea um it's a mistake to be too novel oh i heard um, yeah you've told me this he, okay. he, he says it, it's innovation is good but his thing is human beings don't they like novelty to a certain extent, but it scares us. And mm. so his theory is it's good to be novel to a certain extent, 
but mm. then you need to package that novelty in a way that is not discordant 100%. with people's expectations, right? 100%. And so I think playing with this idea of, because we all think I've got something completely brand new that no one's ever done ever, right? Mm. Firstly, that's never really true unless of course, you're of one of 0.001% of people. Um, but but yeah, I think people well, I've even tend to that, but yeah, go on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think people tend to, to yeah, maybe we maybe he, he he challenges and says, hey, you know, package the novelty, right? So 100%. yes, say here's something interesting, a new angle, a new take on this problem. But then a lot of this is something you're familiar with, right? Yeah. So uh, instead of trying to present everything as completely groundbreaking and new, because it, what mm. you'll do is you'll get a lot of conversations. People want to meet you and, and they're interested, but will people actually have the confidence to actually act on deploy capital to join this thing that is completely groundbreaking? It's like there needs to be a balance between, hey, this is a new and interesting take on something that I'm already familiar with and have bought into. Mm-hmm. So coming back to this idea of discordance in storytelling mm-hmm. um, and the hero's journey, I think that's why we're so comfortable with it because there's something familiar with the tale and then we can adjust to the mini surprises and delights within this framework where we kind of don't feel like we're being taken completely off course to something that we don't understand. Um, so that's why I think 100%. it's popular, but I don't want to, I don't want you to forget your train of thought around success. No, 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 no but it's a really, I, I think it's, a, I think it's a really, really good point. And um, look, the, the, the honest truth is we've only got, if you, if you literally think about, notes in music we've only got so many notes literally we've only got so many notes right uh, we've got we've got those notes and then afterwards we literally have maybe those notes in different octaves and and, and otherwise and we can get construct um compound sounds using using such notes right but in the end of the day there are certain things such as and do not quote me on what the 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 note is because i can't remember i feel like it's Anyway, I'm not going to say what it is because, to be honest, I'm not that good at music. But we, people can look up. There is actually a note that people use, um, and they pretty much. It's, I think it's a progression. Actually, it's a progression from a note to another note, and essentially the 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 notes together. Um, it's nicknamed um, the nostal like the nostalgic almost progressional notes, right? And in essence, somebody in music is going to go like, "Oh, this guy's," you know butchering this to some degree and fine i agree right but the whole point is if you go to things such as um what's the 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 guy's name now um it's going to hit me his name's going to come to me but he made quite a few there's you know for example if you think of a classic 1950s 1940s christmas film right ah there we go i'm dreaming of a white christmas right there's certain parts it gets to that use the nostalgic note, right? And there's a nostalgic, mm-hmm. and that nostalgic note, what, why do they call it that? Purely, purely because it makes you, like, if set in the right, if, if, if led up to, or down, normally down to, right? It can be up to or down to, actually, because Celine Dion using it up to. But if led, and if you orchestrate everything around it well, um, including well, I think mostly the music, but obviously you know the to some degree the the, the words you're saying. Um, once you hit it, almost like a crescendo or or, or or a valley, sort of peak or a valley, valley, it can take people on the journey and then make them feel nostalgic. 
right? Yeah. Which is why we're using a lot of crystal. So I guess my point in 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 going to what you're saying is, um, new under the sun, fine. I always say, no one's building a time machine, right? But regardless, even if you build the time machine, um, and it goes back to what we said back in in the day when uh, is it it was episode one, how engineers came to believe in narratives. You know, my thinking beforehand was you build it, forget about sales, forget about marketing guys, forget about all this other stuff. It's the product. But the honest truth is um, the product or whatever you do, product, service or otherwise, you need to package it using your using your words. You need to package it in communication that has a flow that people understand. Right. And then within that communication outline or package you need to then use the right words right and the right things to communicate your particular thing right so so i mean it's all great saying as i'd say oh i'm ahead of my time unless you are an individual artist where art is i would say is completely different if you're doing you know you're kind of banksy or andy warhol whatever this is your own self-expression right and it's expressing what is inside you that can be expressed in a structured way, in a non-structured way, it's kind of you know it, it's it's your own subjective uh, communication which people either get or they don't get. But if you're talking about a company, you're talking about something that's supposed to be serving people and people are supposed to adopt. You cannot say I'm ahead of my time. You it, to be ahead of your time means you're not communicating it properly. And if you're struggling to communicate it, this is when you need to go to 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 outlines like this. Um, and also go and speak to people who 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 really, shall I say, are able to give feedback to to what it is you're doing, and they will start to say, yeah, well, this is the part I don't understand, or but what's this? And at some point, you'll be able to structure it. But but the hero's journey, that structure is is super important. Why is it super important? Because um, it is a very well known, recognized way of structuring stories and you are going to have to tell a story and communicate a story in order for you to 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 sell what you're selling so so i completely um agree with what you're saying i'm just kind of going into detail around the package if that makes sense yeah yeah but um, and and mm, and so again right i think the what what i find interesting about this is the intent intention that it's an example of intentional yeah. storytelling yeah right um it's not so much whether or not this is a good framework or whether a framework is applicable or whether it should be used i think it's it, it's like it shows you what intentional storytelling how powerful it can be yeah right and and i love that analogy to chord progressions and music there are just certain things that evoke certain reactions generally speaking in most humans mm -hmm. Right, and I think these are almost um, little codes that one can use, or at least be aware of, right? Mm. Um, that you can then package into your own symphony without being too nauseatingly, you know, um, <laughs> using too many nauseating analogies. But you know what I mean. Like, mm. You can you can still be original. You can still be original, um, or you know, you can still try to be original. You can still take put your own take on things. But it's useful to understand what has worked in the past. 100%. And then, number one, it, it's silly to kind of completely try and go against that. Hmm. Um, and number two, you can at least be aware of it so that you know what's worked and then you can package that into, into your own, um, own approach. And, right? and, and can I put it like this? And, and, and in this way, I'm going to try to link it to, to success. But I'll say this, but, and, and I 
because you know me, I have this thing about like, oh, it worked before. So let's just use it. Like I, 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 I kind of, for some reason, I kind of innately rail against that to some degree, right? Because, um, and, and that's, uh, FYI, my problem. Let me just put, put that out there. I'm sh- sharing my, my, my issues and pathologies uh, with, with you guys. But, but I wouldn't put it as it's worked before, so use it. The way I look at it, for example, okay, at least the way I look at it is, you, who are you trying to communicate to? Human beings. This is how human beings communicate. So it's not a case of, if you know what I mean, I don't know if you get that, 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 that nuance or if you agree with that nuance. It's not that it's worked before. It's that you're communicating to people who speak like this. In the same way, I would say, it, it's, it's almost like, to imagine, like, okay, well, I'm going to sell something to, to, to people in South Korea, right? Well, it's in English currently. I should probably put it in Korean, not because it's worked before when somebody sold it in Korean. It's because they speak Korean. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. You, the, the, the point is not that this is a template to copy paste exactly. based off of historical statistical behaviors or whatever. It's, it's more a case of like, this is a proven method of communication or there are aspects of this which are proven to be impactful, right? This is, therefore, it, it, clearly this is, this is how human beings yeah. receive, process, interpret, um, and take in uh, uh, stories and facts. Therefore, we should incorporate it to exactly, some extent, right? Exactly. Or at least consider incorporating it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. And and and, and what else? That that um, and, and it's a, it sounds like a pedantic difference, but it's important because then yeah. it it avoids people from trying to be from becoming derivative. It, it, uh, yeah. Because if you approach it from the perspective of this has worked before. Let me copy paste. Chances mm. are you you will struggle then to imbue any 100%. kind of originality and authenticity into it. Whereas if you approach it as what can we learn about how humans communicate from this, and then apply it in that context, you're more likely to, you know, to sort of Correct. come up with something interesting Correct. and 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 and, and, right? and it leads. And I know we're not talking about this now, but I know you shared an article with me the other day about um, an MBA versus a philosophy degree, so to speak. I mean, I'm butchering it. But 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 it's for me yeah. it's that type of thing where it's like okay we're we're obviously nothing against them you know go get an MBA do what have you okay that seems to work obviously there's accounting practices you follow accounting practices why because they work and that's how we do accounting etc but then afterwards I'm I'm a big believer in in um, um, let's not just copy another campaign let's not do what do you call it let's actually you know frame what we're trying to say as you said in a way that people understand. Right. And that also even might be nuanced. The hero's journey. I mean, it's obviously it's there's a lot of evidence that shows that we, you know, a lot of evidence that shows that we, we resonate with with things in that arc. But we might find right unlikely, but we might find there's a different way human beings communicate. Right. And, and, and that's the kind of thing, because at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is not copy something. What we're trying to do is communicate something, and we and in communicating something, it's likely we're going to end up copying maybe a myriad of things, or maybe just one big thing. To be completely honest, so so that yeah, it's just that framing it in in that way, I guess. Um, well, so a, a, any discipline that you learn, people tend to progress in, in a number of ways. If you become a master of something, look at like karate, yeah, right, or martial arts. Typically, you start by learning the conventional rules, Car- yeah, perfect. and then you start by mastering the conventional rules. And then, but you really become a master when you are able to deviate from the, mm. those those that those rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I I think that's a prudent way to approach 
any discipline or skill mm. is what's the conventional way of doing it what what is the mainstream conventional what is, what is the orthodox mm. uh, orthodoxy around this and then being like okay now how do i riff off this and deviate from it right and and even if that deviation means i'm going to turn this completely on its head or yeah. i'm going to completely ignore it but you're doing that in a way that is uh, aware yeah right yeah um, it's very rare, unless you are innately talented, that you will completely, uh, without any regard mm. to 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 the the body of work that's come before in an established discipline, come up with something very good. Yes, it's possible, but it's the hard way to do it, and you are relying on some otherworldly talent, right? That you've got, and maybe you've got it for sure. But I think the mm. the, the good a good way to do it is. Okay, let me just figure out what is what, what do what's been effective or what is effective yeah. currently. What do most people deem to be effective? Who have had success in this area, and then I can decide to depart from it, turn it on its head, yeah. follow it for a reason. For a reason, though, because for, for martial arts, it is all right. This is a good way of self-defense and attack, right? And what did Bruce Lee do? This is a tweaked, slightly better way. But why have I tweaked it? Because I want the attack to become more effective, to be more effective, more efficient, faster, etc. So in the end of the day, what happens is because 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 with that thinking of what's the purpose to communicate as perfectly as possible, you know that even your method, if you tweak something later on, is not going to be perfect. Somebody else is going to tweak that. But um, so yeah, anyway, I, I, I labored a point, but I think I think I think that, and you know, I always yeah. love to make these nuances because some degree, but but. What I did want to go on to, because I think it's a really, really big part, is 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 success, because and and success in the hero's journey. So, um, um, I, I'll say this based on what you said, and, and and I love your I love your thoughts and feedback on that. Right. So so one of the things you said is like obviously like there's some people who come into you know who just kind of come into success and you know. It's, it's very rare, I think you said, but they come into success and they're kind of all sexy. But most of us need to go on 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 some journey to success. Interrupt me at any point if I if I if I'm um, if I've got it slightly wrong. Um, but 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 in that respect, what I want see see my thoughts right and my thinking about the hero's journey and a and any journey in 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 general right is for somebody to be quote unquote born into success. I would think that means that we're, we're we're deeming success, even in this. Let, let me put limit limit it to this context of 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 ventures and business and otherwise. We're deeming success as um, money, right? Um, massive market adoption or what have you, right? But I think the thing about the founder's journey, right? Because I think the key thing, oh, the hero's journey. I keep saying because I think the key thing for us to note is the hero's journey is applied to a protagonist and a protagonist must be a human being. We, in my opinion, we should not apply the hero's journey to a product, which I know several times now we build, we can build a company and what, you know, what's our opinion? Well, this is the class A product, the best thing since sliced bread. So we talk about the product. In my opinion, the hero's journey will not be as effective or frankly effective on a product because a product is not a person that goes through the emotions, goes through the roller coaster. A product did not exist, and then it was, and then it existed. The hero's journey applies to a person, and a person's journey, right? Um, and it's not about the person's journey at the end. Aaron Brockovich, Superman, Spider Man, fill in the blanks, right? Their success, 
was not, and let's use Erin Brockovich, her success, if we look at it in reality, was not winning the court case. That's what happens at the end of the film, if I remember. It wasn't winning a court case. Her success was overcoming herself and changing, right? And, and in overcoming herself, being able to change or somehow make other people's lives and the world around her better, which is why we have missions, right? Any mission that's to make as much money as possible. Like that might be somebody's real mission, but it doesn't resonate, right? Because essentially you start off with no money, you start off with even less money, you went to even less money, then you made more money, right? That doesn't say anything about the human being. So when we go in on a hero's journey, what happens is we end, in a, we, we end up resonating with the hero, the person. And we resonate with the person because we see how the person grew and the emotional roller coasters the person went through. So in that, my point is, success is not, is not, the, is not any physical outcome, right? The, the consequence of success is a physical outcome such as money. The success is the person growing and nobody is born already grown in a state that enables them to be able to change the world or otherwise. Does that make sense? And I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's very eloquently stated. Um, I think this is another, another angle of this, what you just said is that's why the Look, the most popular heroes' journey stories in in popular culture are have some massive world saving, often world saving finish line. Yeah, right. And so it's easy to confuse that with okay, yeah. well, what does that mean in the startup world? It means multi billion dollar exit, or whatever yeah. the case may yeah. be. Right. That which what we're saying is no. It's not so much about um uh, who ran the most. It's not so much. It's, it's more about distance traveled, and I mean distance traveled by uh, metaphorically, right? Mm -hmm. So you can start out in a certain station in life yeah. and go a certain distance, right? And you can end up being quote unquote behind somebody that started out ahead of you, yeah. and you can still feel uh, have a, a have an heroic outcome. Mm because of the distance you've traveled to get to wherever you finished, right? And so that there's something cool about that because then um, what it means is, irrespective of, let's say, for instance, socioeconomic yeah. Um, yeah. positioning, yeah. right? You can be a hero starting from nothing and getting to a salary of $100,000, and that's an heroic journey. Mm -hmm. You can also start with a billion dollars and still have your own heroic journey, yeah. right? Yeah. If you travel the distance. Yeah. It's just arguably, if the journey outcome is about financial success, it's harder, maybe, to start with a billion dollars and have an heroic outcome um, than it is to start with nothing and have an heroic outcome, potentially, and some would argue, right? Or it's as difficult, it's just different problems you're facing, right? Because, so so I guess what the point I'm making is, um, you're absolutely right, it's it's not about necessarily the... Um, the, the 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 material side of it mm. in 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 film in film there's a, a term called a macguffin okay which is a term used for something mm. a device that's inserted into the story that seems to be the object of it whether it's like the ring in lord of the yeah, rings okay um you know for example mm. right? that that ring could have been it could have been anything could have been, could have been a gold watch yeah. could have been a bracelet <laughs> yeah, yeah. could have been a rubber duck so they call it a MacGuffin because it doesn't really matter yeah. whatever the MacGuffin is, right? 
Um, and you might think, well, the ring is about this really important ring. Sure, but that's a very small part of what makes that compelling to people who love that that um, that story. Yeah. Right? It's a MacGuffin, and I think oftentimes the financial success we have to a certain point is a MacGuffin. If you look at it from a hero's journey standpoint, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does it matter if you exited for a billion? Does it matter if you trade sailed for a hundred million? Um, sure, those matter from a purely financial lens and from the success of a of a um, of a uh, from from a financial yeah, success standpoint and a business success, standpoint. Exactly. But in yeah, but in terms of being able to tell a compelling story from a hero's journey lens, what's much more important and compelling and resonance resonant is the journey of the person. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Actually, you know what? I, w I won't even say what's more resonant or what resonates more is the journey of the person. That is the thing, right? Go and save the whole world, right? I think what happens is we might look at it, you know, socially and say, well, what's the big thing? He saved the whole world. It's not actually about him saving the world. It's that he got to the position, right? He grew to the position to be able to go and save the world. Now, what does save the world mean? Save the world means right for an individual for a single individual that means they grew massively right um so so that and again not grew massively as in they grew to um you know from a billion dollars to 10 billion right again it's not just like you said I, is, it, is it the Maduff, macguffin or i'm saying it MacGuffin. macguffin right it's not about and, and i love that you said i love that you said that it's not you know it could have been a ring could have been a rubber duck and whatever it was about frodo Right, Frodo and Sam, I think it was right, and their journey. Right, it, it. I mean, what you what you can remove, you can replace the ring. I tell you what, you can't replace Frodo, right? Or if you replace Frodo, you need to go. Mm -hmm. All right, you know what? Stop. Go all the way to the beginning, set the scene. Who's a new guy, and start. Right. So, yeah. so it, it actually socioeconomics has nothing to do with it. Right. It has nothing to do with it. You could be in the poorest place ever. Right. And you could grow from, let's say, if there's a spectrum of, of, of human growth, if we, if we could ever quantify it, which we can't, right? Let's say there's a spectrum. You could be from the poorest place and you grow from, let's say you start at one and you grow to 10, right? And they're like, oh, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good story. You could be in the richest place ever, born with a silver spoon and everything in your mouth, and you grow humanistically from one to 90. That's a bigger story. Right, because that person yeah. grew more, and, so, and vice versa. Right, but obviously, what we see is when you come, you, you, you know, the socioeconomics somebody's born into, or the region, someone, and this is why I always say Africa, you know, the story is 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 Africa's competitive advantage. Why? Because you've got a lot of things socioeconomically stacked against you, right? Which means that, like, you need like the growth that you need to, in order to, let's say, have a you know, to, to, to resonate, to, to have a billion dollar come to have all these other things, the growth that you need to do, you're like almost, you need to be almost auto, an autodidact to some degree because there's certain things that you need to teach yourself. Which, you, know, you might not have, you know, you know, kind of education in public schools that, that, you know, that you can go for free and otherwise. So there's all these things you have to go. So that just means that the growth is going to, you know, even to get to the, you know, stage, stage, whatever, it's going to be it's going to be significant right but the thing is that person can even not be educated right because i remember speaking to somebody who said oh well we need education for for no it's not even about the education 
because actually you can grow and not be educated, right? Mother Teresa, I don't believe, was educated, Formally. right? Exactly. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, exactly, exactly. Obviously, and this is so. What we're talking about in growth, obviously, there's education. There's, there's, it's really good. But yes, it's, it's, it's not about. So I guess it's removing all the things. It's not about the things. It's not about the what do you call it. It literally is about the person, and that person is going to go through things, um, and the things they go through is what is going to is what makes the story. And again, reiterating, that's why it doesn't really work with products, and that's why when we have. Uh, a protagonist in a particular story, Apple, Steve Jobs, etc. People care a lot about the person and caring about the person. They care about what everything that person does. And that's how you get that kind of brand loyalty and, and otherwise. Yeah. It's um, again, not to flog a dead horse, yeah. but you know, that's name, name one financial success again, as a, as a MacGuffin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Name one, name one, name, name one, um, billionaire, um, easy to do, mm. right? Uh, Elon Musk, yeah, etc. Name one billionaire lottery winner. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, but I yes, that's a very good point. Zero. It's a very very good point. It's a massively. No one point. knows. No one really cares. Yeah. It's kind of intriguing for about two minutes. Oh, cool! How did you spend your money? Yeah. This is what I did. Forgot the name already. Don't yeah. really care because what we revere isn't the billion dollars necessarily, although people do. It's more about what's much more compelling is uh, what self mastery someone had to 100%. undertake 100%. Uh, to to achieve an outsized success, whether that's money or something else. So for me, I, I think I like the point that you made just now about sort of the African context, right? Is um, given all things we're familiar yeah. with, right? There's so much richness to show evidence of the stuff that's the good stuff in the hero's journey. Mm. If you're starting a business that stems from Africa or that is uh, based in Africa, yeah. right? Because you, th the things to overcome, by the time you've just got into the starting line, typically speaking, you've had to overcome a lot of things. Um, and like you said, you know, show a lot of ingenuity. You've had to develop so many skills. You've had to develop things that you, you wouldn't necessarily have been forced to develop mm -hmm. starting the same company in um, Norway, mm -hmm. right? Now, it doesn't, make, doesn't mean to say that people, that entrepreneurs in Norway don't have to overcome stuff, but there's a whole another layer of yeah. <laughs> um, difficulty oftentimes, and not, not across the continent, but in, certain, yeah, yeah, in, exactly, in many countries, exactly. right? Um, and so, so the, the point I think you know, here is what's the relevance of all of this stuff to say products that stem from Africa, African founders, African ventures. I think there's so much, there's a rich tapestry to draw from and the storytelling could be so much more compelling yeah. from our continent, yeah. right? Uh, so that's one point. The second point is back to what we were discussing, I think last week is we miss these opportunities to have strong resonance with say investors, for example, when we focus or start with financial models and, and um, yeah, yeah, reductive yeah, slide decks, yeah, yeah. right? Um, because because what that doesn't tell you the numbers. Oh, you grew from zero to ten thousand dollars per mm. month. That's not interesting for me as an investor. Yeah, but the story behind that. Wait till I tell you what it took to get mm. there, right? And what I had to hack to get there. I had to go do this. I had to start this. We had to deviate from there. I had to do this, and now suddenly that ten thousand dollars per month looks way more impressive mm. than. A million, a million ARR mm. 
um, if you can understand what the person got to get. It doesn't mean necessarily that you invest. You might say, well, it shouldn't be that difficult to get there. But more likely is you'll say, wow, what an amazing person. I think I can help them do this in a way that will get us where we need to go, right? And that's what sort of resonates with you. So I think we lose these opportunities if we get so fixated on 100%. numbers, spreadsheets, 100%. and, um, you know, these sort of uh, conventional tools we have to use to cap yep. raise. And we kind of, yes, important, do them. But really, we need to be focusing on um, whatever version of the hero's journey applies 100%, to us. 100%. Right? Uh, or something similar 100%. to it. And, 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 I, and I think, you know, what I'll just tack on to to that where i agree with is that thing of that person's got to ten thousand, you know annual recurring revenue the other person's got to you know two trillion maybe won the lottery pushed them in and and you know or maybe just you know inherited something that's 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 two trillion right i'm not i'm not trying to but but my point is um actually it doesn't even matter about the two trillion my point is the per the people are not investing in and and this is key thing just like we said yesterday right it's about finding those people who resonate with you and want to invest in you, right? And that includes your values, but it includes um, what you've, how you've grown. Because when somebody sees that you got to 10,000 recurring revenue, monthly recurring revenue or whatever, and they kind of knew where you started from, and, they, and then you're able to tell the story of, of the things you've overcome. But again, say it in a heroic way, not in a violin way in a heroic way but you've got there what normally a an investor the best investors that you're going to want are going to be the ones who say i'm investing in you now right because i believe you're going to do something you've overcome you're going to do something you're going to figure it out and you're the person i resonate with so i'm going to invest in you and real investors i think and i'm talking especially when we were last week we were talking about angel and that early stage real investors invest in people they don't invest in things or companies or whatever they invest in people and that's why it's key to tell your story and of course if the hero's journey uh framework works then you know you might want to at least start with that and then tweak if, if you need to you're my hero bro <laughs> you're my hero it's like <laughs> Oh my God. I think we're good. Yeah, let me in there. If you like our content, please write a review and share it with others to help us grow and to bring more interesting people on the journey with us to create brands for Africa. <laughs>